This is the Apocalypse Survival Guide. We are here to help you survive the apocalypse. Which apocalypse, you ask? All of them, from A to Z. Each week we cover a different type of apocalypse and give you advice on how to survive. The rules are simple. We choose an apocalypse depicted in a movie and cover how you could survive that type of apocalypse. So stock up on supplies and get ready to survive. Hi, I'm Drew. I'm Frank. And welcome to The Bunker. On this week's episode, we're moving on to letter K, and this week K stands for Killer Shadows. That's right, Killer Shadows. And the movie example that we have is Vanishing on 7th Street. Um, I think the most, I think the thing that surprised me the most wasn't the fact the movie was about Killer Shadows, was the fact that this piece of shit was not directed by M. Night Shyamalan, a.k.a. M. Night Suckadick. Yeah, yeah. It, it's it's so bad that I don't even have a joke. I mean, it seemed like a Shyamalan movie. It totally did. If if they would have slapped his it name totally on it, I would did. totally would have bought it. Pointless plot, no real background on why anything's happening. No, yeah, no explanation. No, lazy is a lazy movie. You don't need explanation. Yeah, this is what's happening. That's it. Go. Like it. I don't know who the director was to this, but we've said it before about Suckadick. He just basically starts the camera rolling and turns his back. Well, I think that's exactly I think that's, what this, this director did as well. well. The, you got to think, you know, M. Night Suckadick started back in the, <clears throat> what, late 90s, early 90s with like Sixth that. Sense, which was a good movie. As I remember, I haven't, we haven't, I haven't gone back and watched it. Neither have I. But anyway, um, and, you know, then he made other movies, so I'm sure he's influenced unfortunately directors since then and this is a more recent movie hmm. so That's i mean just like musical like musicians influence other musicians i never thought of that yeah well and you got to think how many uh i mean professionals that do a job any job um we'll discuss how they were influenced by say uh, a director now was influenced by steven spielberg like a good one or James Cameron, or mm-hmm. um, you know, there's or if you're a serious in the serious movies, there's great directors out there. Michael Mann does some great movies, so you can say, Oh, you know, I love the way he does this, the way he does that. So, there's you're gonna be influenced by watching stuff. And this, you know, was made in 2010, so obviously, suck a dick's been around doing movies for a while now, influencing this poor soul and influencing this poor guy. So, uh, so vanishing on Seventh Street, yeah. If you haven't seen it, I highly recommend it. <laughs> Not from That's a you're bold. gonna enjoy it, but from a um, you're gonna wonder what the fuck you just wasted yeah. an hour and a half to two hours of your life for. Yeah. So uh, basically, st- entertainment. There you go. <laughs> uh, to start off, um, we start off at a movie theater. Um, you got uh, John Leguizamo, so which also makes you think it might be a, oh, another yeah. suck a dick movie because he's in it. Is he in? He was in The Happening. Oh, yeah, he was. He was the math teacher. Yeah, that's true. And I like Leguizamo. You know what? When I saw him, I'm like, oh, okay, this could be solid. 
I like Leguizamo. He's in a lot of good movies. But and I understand it's I guess the law of averages. You're going to find some that aren't. But yeah. well, maybe he owes some gambling debt. I don't know. And they were going to pay him enough money. He just needed a he paycheck. Just, he just needed a paycheck. I mean, we've all been there. You know, maybe you know college students selling a little bit of blood for pizza money. Maybe you know he he had a little debt. He, he he's like, how much are you going to pay me to do this shit? Yeah. All right. Fine. Yeah. Same thing with the Shamalaka movie. Yeah, exactly. He's probably been, and the thing is with with him, Shamalaka, he has a pretty good budget, so he probably paid him pretty well for that. Yes, one. yeah, he has a good budget. They still keep throwing money at him. <sighs> for what reason? I have no idea. I but, guess he sells tickets somehow. He sells tickets. I guess they keep throwing money at him. Yeah. But anyway, so it starts off. You got John Leguizamo again, Sid the Sloth, in a movie theater. He is the projectionist, and he's whatever. He's working the projector. He's got his little. Headlamp one, which becomes important, mm-hmm. reading about the lost colony of Roanoke, which apparently is the only, I guess, attempt to ex- mildly explain what the fuck is happening because they yeah. reference it later. And he then goes to the concession stand, and the hot girl behind the counter flirts with him. And I like John Leguizamo, but he clearly outkicked his coverage on that one. That girl has no <laughs> real interest in a 40 year old projectionist. Yeah. Although she feigns it well. She really, listen, she was doing some acting. They need to hire that right, girl. Right, best acting in the whole movie. Exactly. Was her acting to be interested in Legazama. <laughs> her 30 seconds of pretending to be, I think the Legazama was attractive. That was fucking award winning. <laughs> exactly. And why couldn't she stay in the movie? Damn, she was hot. She was hot. She, she was hot. Yeah, not that Thandy Newton's not attractive, but that girl was, yeah, she should have been. And my, my only complaint is John Legazama said the sloth. Claims that he's he's projecting an Adam Sandler movie, and proceeds to bash it. Sandler's a national treasure. I don't care what anybody says. <laughs> I love me some Sandler. I found that a little bit offensive. Not as offensive as the rest of the movie, but no, not as offensive as the rest of the movie, but <laughs> offensive statement. Offensive statement. Um, and then oh, they they didn't take too much build up because I don't know what they would build up. Then the lights go out. And everybody disappears. Literally vanishes. L- yes. Literally vanishing. But in they're the not dark. On, in the dark. Only in the dark. Let's see. And then the clothes are left behind. Uh-huh. And the only reason that Leguizamo doesn't get taken because he's got the headlamp on. So he's got the light on. Um, you know what I did do, though? I, I want to. Um, you, know, you hear at the beginning the whispering. Mm-hmm. Like when he was walking to the theater, you hear like the whispers, like voices and stuff. Yeah. And what I did is because I was like, I thought this movie's gonna be decent. I was hoping, so I kind of I kept rewinding it and listening to it, and then I kind of like slowed it down to see if I could get a clue. And I realized what it was. The spooky voices is if you listen real closely, it was saying, "Don't watch this piece of shit." <laughs> it was a warning, you not have... to the characters in the movie. It was the warning to the audience, audience. like, stop, stop now. now. You're never going to get this time back. It's like, this sucks. This is fucking you my, stupid. You had my full interest. I thought you actually <laughs> listened to the audio, no. and I thought you were going to tell me something amazing. Like off of one of those little recorders that the ghost hunters peoples do. Right. I thought you were going to tell me that. No, no. It was no, just a warning. That's better. Please don't watch this piece of shit. Stop now. Um, and then Sid runs into the security guard. Yeah. There... How, is he, how is he alive? Was he walking around with his flashlight on or something? I'm, the only thing I can 
assume is when the lights went off, did he quick turn it on? No. Or it, maybe he had he to was, have the light source on at the time true. because they touch on that just kind of as the baseline of this movie. They touch on that later as they're showing flashbacks. When there's that that initial momentary darkness across, I don't know, the United States, the planet, I'm not sure, that initial darkness for that few seconds, few moments of darkness, if you did not have a light source basically illuminating your body at that moment, at that very second, you you were gone. That's true. So, because Thandy had the lighter on it, mm-hmm. lit, that was illuminating her, uh, so on and so forth. Like, Zama had the headlamp, that one was obvious. Um, oh, uh, <laughs> might as well just let it out of the bag now because it's got to come out. Hayden Christensen. The fucking jumper. Darth Vader. Yeah. Anakin yeah, Skywalker. Yeah, or the Who jump- was named Luke. I thought that was a little oh, funny. Oh, I didn't even realize. I didn't make the connection. You're right. He wasn't named But he had the little porno candles there. Yeah, he had the candles on because he was expecting his mistress to come by. So that all that is to say that also with laying the groundwork also says that the security guard would have had been illuminated as well. So he did it have his flashlight on at the time. He must have just had his flashlight Maybe he on. was in like a... Maybe he was in an area he was walking and he was turning Doing it checks. on to check and yeah. then the lights went out and yeah, he's like, what the fuck? And he, you know, he's not going to turn it off then. Like, right, oh, it's yeah. dark. Let me turn this off. Yeah, that makes sense. He's probably doing his security checks. But soon after, did you notice they're walking through the mall, him and Lake Zamo and I'm sorry, Sid the Sloth. <clears throat> and I called, by the way, the security guard, Paul Blart. Paul Blart. Paul Blart. Black Paul Blart. Yes. <laughs> black Paul Blart. <laughs> Spoiler, he's black. Um, they're walking through the mall, and the security guard's like, oh, I heard something. And they look in that clothing store, and he starts to walk into the clothing store with his flashlight in hand, mm-hmm. and he's walking into the clothing store. Legazama looks away for a second because his headlamp's going out, and he looks up, and the guy, he's gone. He had his flashlight. Mm-hmm. Why did he disappear with his flashlight? Because the rest of the movie makes it very clear that if you have a light source, you're good. Did the flashlight go off? I don't think so. It was it was Sid the Sloth's headlamp that was having trouble going out. That guy was walking in with his flashlight in hand. I should have rewound it to make absolutely sure, but I'm sure. Ooh, he, so there's a the plot break right there. They've already fucked up. Well, They've there's a lot of fucked up. We'll, we'll point True. out. But did yes, you notice? Yes, it's not, and it also sounded like when they were walking, because they were going to try the generator. Remember? Because that's where they were going. Oh, were they? Yeah, because they said something about like, the generators that. in the They're going to the, try to get to the okay. generator to see if they kick on the generator. Okay. And they hear what sounded like R2-D2 noises. I swear to God, if you if you listen, it sounded like, boo, 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 like R2-D2 over in the corner. And the scary is like, what's that? Let's go look. I love R2-D2. I love R2-D2. <laughs> I love Star Wars. I'm coming, little buddy. <laughs> and then, yeah, you're right. All of a sudden, Sid's light goes out, and he looks down to smack it, which makes sense. Uh-huh. He's trying, And he comes back up. He comes on. He looks up, and then... The guard's gone. The flashlight's rolling around. Was the flashlight on? I think the flashlight was still on. It was on. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. That's so. There's, there's a your your first mistakes in the first seven minutes of the movie. And then but, the shadow comes alive. Yeah. And then cracks him. I guess because that's that comes up later too. I got hit in the head, and they drug me outside, and they're saying who drugged you? Yeah. Yeah. So, Which or no? They drug. They took him somewhere dark, is what he said. But my my question is this. If light is really their nemesis, how are they going to drag this guy around with light on his head? I I guess that's why they just cut that scene and don't explain it anymore. I swear, I swear 
Shamalaka is like an executive producer on this. And he's it's, just, uh, it's, it's like, I wonder if this if it's Brad Anderson's the director. Okay. I wonder if he looked at, he wrote, a, I wonder if he wrote a movie that was halfway decent. And then he knows M. Night personally. And he's like, hey, man, can you check, tell me what you think? <laughs> and he's like, <laughs> whoa, whoa. Professional hey, advice. And he's taking a pen. He's like, what are you cutting out? Well, this explains everything. Exactly. We, you know, no, we don't want to explain it. No, no, you want to no. leave Make them guessing. Make, Make it, it vague. vague. Leave yeah. them guessing. He's like, but not very gonna... clearly said what happens. He's like, if it's None gonna, of that. it's gonna make no sense. Exactly. Yeah, it'll be a blockbuster smash. Yeah, yeah, it made probably like seventeen dollars. I think. It, it I think it, it made like, the... it was a ten million budget. It uh, made like a little over a million dollars. Really? Yeah. That's bad. That is bad. I wonder, did it go to the theaters? I don't uh, remember. I didn't read it. that part. I never remembered it. Yeah, neither do I. I, I don't. I just came across it and I'm like, oh, this looks good, and not in the right kind of way. <laughs> um, but anyway, so Sid gets cracked, yeah. and then cut, and then it goes to Thandie Newton. I don't have a cool nickname for her because Jeez. I really like her and everything. Other than this, this is the only movie yeah. I've ever seen her in that I don't like. Like I, I everything I can remember. I remember yeah, I'm on the really, fence with like her in this one too. And the only reason is that I even. Have, salvaged any care for her in this movie because I like her so much and everything else. and She's, she's great and everything else. Yeah. And she's hot. She is. She's British. Attractive. Right. And she's got the British accent. Yes. Mm. Yeah. But anyway, so she's in a hospital. Mm-hmm. She's a physical therapist, nurse type person. She's got a little pen light, which apparently is enough. But then th- that's the other thing. Certain lights are enough at times, then they're not enough at other times. Yeah. A little inconsistent. And then she's walking through the hospital looking for people. And she finds the open heart surgery guy who's still in the OR. Now that was, that a, was a good effect. Damn good scene. That was a good effect. Yes, it was. And then he's gone. Scene. And the lights cut out and he's gone. Yeah. See, now, and up to this point, I'm still like, yeah, this is fucking solid. This is a good movie, you know, because they, they've, they've shown a few things that are mysterious enough and have you thinking and guessing enough. That I was fully engaged at this part. And then I see the dude on the table with his chest opened. But he's starting to wake up because the anesthesia is wearing off. And the guy's chest is wide open. That was It had that, promise. That good. It had promise. Good. Yeah, at that point, I'm like, this is, yeah. And then, oh, and then she's looking for a baby. And then she she realizes, oh, my baby. I can't remember what the baby's name was. Anyway, but she's, oh, my, my baby, my baby. And then she runs off. I almost want to call her, call her Claire. From Lost, mm, yeah, all she just, did in that mm. show. My baby, my baby, all the time. My baby, my baby, but, my baby. But know. anyway, so she, and she's she runs away looking for her baby. Um, and then we cut scene, and unfortunately, the worst actor in the entire world, Hayden Christensen, aka Darth Vader, aka Anakin Skywalker. We finally get to see him, yay! And he apparently survives in bed because of romantic candles. Apparently, the longest burning romantic candles. In the entire world. Exactly. Like, I'm sure we've all let candles power out, special fuck, I don't know, whatever. They don't last that long. No. But apparently his do. Because he has to survive. I wish he would have not. I I, I can't even, I can't describe how bad he is. How How did he get the role of Anakin Skywalker? Such a prestige prestigious role and he gets it um well george lucas wanted a shit ton of more money 
And so he decided, oh, no, prequel. And I don't think he really cared what was thrown at the screen. I mean, that's, did you yeah, see that's Indiana obvious. Jones and the Crystal Skull? Yeah. Well. Yeah, it wasn't your typical Indiana Jones, but I still enjoyed it because it was Indiana Jones. It sucked. I'm sorry. Yeah, I thought it was bad. It, it was. And it wasn't because Harrison was old. I'm and it's sure. not because that retard Shia LaBeouf was in it. it was no, just... it has a lot to do with that. <laughs> well, he doesn't help it any because no, he's a he retard. Doesn't. No, he doesn't. But anyway, so Luke, Anakin Skywalker wakes up, and there's no power. And it shows that all of technology stops working. Like phones. Yes. Lights. His phone was... Yes. Everything. Yes. TV. Why? Nothing. Why? I don't know. Like, his phone's a no-go. Refrigerator's out. Refrigerator's out. Then he steps into the empty street because he thinks his power's out. Mm -hmm. And he sees there's nobody there. Well, no, he doesn't initially see that no one's there. I have it in my notes that he's the most oblivious fuck (laughs) On the face of the planet. And he's an action reporter, news reporter. Usually action news field reporters are, like, in Bosnia and shit while there's a civil war going on. And they have to, like, know their surroundings and keep their head down and not get killed. He spends five minutes walking around with his, I don't know where he was looking, I think in a paper. Oh, he's looking at the news, yesterday's and, newspaper. Yes, and does not notice. Yeah, it was it was ridiculous. But he's then just again, an oblivious fuck. Well, dick. now you say that he's an action news reporter, but if you remember later on, not the, he he discussed how he did a piece on a bus stop that was solar powered. So I don't know what type of action stories they were sending him on, but obviously not very high level. Yeah, he was and action. Spoiler alert: He moved to Detroit because this movie takes place in Detroit. Yeah from Chicago, which becomes a plot point here in a little bit, to further his career. So you're doing articles on new bus stops, and that's furthering your career? Yeah, how do you further your career from going to, I don't know, to one of the shittiest I mean, cities? It's in not the like States. he was the desk guy. Like he went from a field reporter to the, I don't know what the term is, anchorman. but the anchorman. Thank you. Yeah. Anchorman, yeah. yeah. Th- then that's a step up. Because you're, you're moving from field to anchor. Everyone wants to be the anchor, and then a bigger anchor, a bigger anchor. Not him. He wants to go from shitty job to shitty job, apparently. And shitty city to shittier city. And then he steps into the street. He sees that everyone's gone. He yeah. steps on the guy's glasses, and they show the plane crashing, which... Another one that, yeah, go on. I think, I hate to, I was, I was about to just blast that, just lamb blast it. But I'm wondering, I'm being dead serious. They're in Detroit. There's a major there are major airports in Detroit. So I'm assuming that the lights went out. Everyone disappeared off the plane and it just kept flying with the fuel it had and then crashed? Yes. Maybe? Yes. Exactly what I was thinking. But I'm like I'm wondering about that. I'm watching it and I'm like I'm like, first of all, that thing just went down and un- unfortunately. We know what a plane crash in a city looks like. Right. And that was like, boom. Oh, that's unfortunate. And that was the end of it. I'm like, come on. That would have been way more devastating. But along with what you're saying, yes, I know a little bit about uh, commercial airlines. 
they basically fly themselves on autopilot almost the whole flight. They can even they even take off and land on autopilot. Right. Now, you know the that? new ones you put, just punch in yeah. like where you go where you're going to, and they'll take off and they'll land. Right. So that's probably exactly what happened. That plane was coming into Detroit. When it got close, it was not getting its clearance signal to land, so it automatically went into a holding pattern. So but now here's, it's just making circles around the airport until it finally runs out of gas and then just drops out of the sky. But here's my here's my thing. I get that 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 kind of explains it. But my thing is, if the power went off and all technology is affected, phones included, how did the people on the plane disappear unless all the power went off? It got dark. They were all taken. The power's not going back on. Like you don't see like the power coming back on mm, in his hotel, in his hotel, well, not hotel, but apartment. You're not seeing the power come back on in certain cars. You know, see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Like the batteries are all dead. But yeah. that's later in the movie. I'll get to that. But so the power should have been off. So now yeah. if he, they would have crashed immediately ish, right. or within however long it takes to even just fall or coast. Yeah. You know, because it's still aerodynamic to an extent. It's not going to just sure. just drop like a brick. Okay. Yeah. So the I next, say, maybe the next hour, you're raining airplanes. Boom, <laughs> boom, boom. Yeah. I get it. But why yeah, does the power a, kick back on? That's a good point. Because it's not just as they show. It's not just power. It's also technology. Yeah, because the cell so, phone doesn't work. The technology in that plane to make it go into an automatic holding pattern would not apply. You have. You need You'd to establish gone. some rules, dude. Yes, yeah. exactly. When you're making a movie, no fucking rules, no explanation. They can be stupid rules. Nuts. I don't care if they're they're retarded rules, but yeah, as long as you sure. make the rule and hold it for the whole movie, these motherfuckers can't even do that. Yep. Again, the M Night Shyamalan treatment. Um. Anyway, so plane crashes, then he goes to the TV studio to find his fuck friends, yeah, whom he loves so much, and he finds out that everyone's gone, and and I will, here's where it establishes because I was wondering up to this point. Do the shadows come out at night, or do they they stick to the darkness? Like, are they out? They show that it's daytime, and the shadows are the shadow people are out. They just can't come out in the light. Good point. So it is daytime. Yes, because he runs down the hall and pulls off that. Like later in this flashback, but the point is, I I wanted to know is they only come out at night, or do they come out now in the dark? And apparently, I, I say darkness. It, it shows them creeping around in the dark, but they just don't go past the sunny areas. Yeah. So they're out now. They're released or whatever it is that caused the event because nobody wants to explain anything in this fucking movie. <laughs> but they're there. They're just hiding in the shadows now. Yeah. So, but it's so, I guess I was wondering if they, are they like, not demons, but are they knights? You know what I mean? No. And they, they don't come out at night or are they something that just hides in the shadows now? No, they, they say that the shadows are the souls of people. Right. Because remember later, spoiler, when Thandy. It's uh, whatever vanishes immediately afterwards. Her shadow is standing right there. That's her shadow, mm. like, yeah, of her soul. So they're they're saying that that's the souls of the dead, even though they were multiplied like a couple billion fold in an instant. Uh, another thing that I just don't understand: if it's the all the souls that are out there trying to make everyone vanish and become souls I, I i don't know i just i no rules no explanation i don't it hurts my brain to think about it but yeah i think they established their souls of the past because also remember they had uh certain voices talking to them and oh 
that was in the flashback. Yeah. Yeah, in the flashback of uh, the jumper sitting at the news studio, somehow, again, no rules, because for a moment in that one room, the lights and the technology was all on and working, and he saw that one uh, broadcast from someone in Chicago saying, you know, uh, I heard my brother talking to me. He's been dead for a year Blah, 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 blah. And then he says something about trying to get to Chicago, which goes into you. You can explain that because I don't remember the whole basis behind it. But I know that that something to do with them trying to get to Chicago. Um, but, yeah, it's like the dead, like dead people that they're knowing, dead relatives are now talking to them from the shadows. So, yes, which, again, they break the rules of their own movie because there's no power <laughs> except for a convenient plot point when, and I think it was in the flashback, but they show him, he's able to rewind the footage because they're broadcasting right. at the time and to sh- see his, his, his fuck friend, his mistress disappear actually. like there. And then all of a sudden it gets dark and you kind of see, then boom, she's gone. Yeah. Like the and actual then, vanishing point. And then yeah. he, yeah, he gets, uh, he hears a, a broadcast from somebody in Chicago saying, stay near the light. Don't listen to the voices. Yada, yada, yada. Yeah. But then, so that that, that happened. Well, that didn't happen. But he's at the studio. Then it goes to seventy-two hours later. So, which was another weird thing. You just jump seventy-two hours. Well, I think what they originally did is, is they filmed even worse, worse, <laughs> worseless shit in between. They're like, "Whoa, we don't use any of that bullshit." We're, I mean, the whole thing's bad, but this part's <laughs> really bad. Like this, this redefines bad. What do you think we should do? And be like, let's cut it. And just say seventy-two hours later. <laughs> And like, okay, cut all of it. That was like, that's why their budget was so fucked up. Because <laughs> they spent eight million dollars yeah. filming that shit, and they cut all. And they of cut it. it all off on on Shyamalaka's advice. No, 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 cut all of this. That was eight million dollars. Cut it. Trust me, it'll be great. It'll add mystery to the movie, but it yeah. explains everything exactly. Yeah. Get rid of it. And Which, then go ahead. But then it cuts to Darth Vader looking in the cars. Yes, looking for. A car to start. He finds like lighter, looking for lighters, guns, whatever. It cuts to him being the biggest fucking dick on the planet, is what it comes to. Yes, because the lighter guy. Yeah, he's seen. How many people has he seen in seventy-two hours? Like three, and one of them comes up to the car and is actually still alive, still exists, has a lighter, and he's like, "Please let me in the car," and he's just like, "Nah, fuck you." He looked a little unseemly. Mm. I think he was like, "I don't know if I can trust this guy." He, he could try to steal my shadow. I don't know. Yeah. He, the guy was a dick. I well, mean, when it comes down to, I guess we're going to call this an apocalypse. Well, everyone was gone. Yeah, I know. But if it comes down to an apocalypse where literally 99.9% of the population is gone. In a second. You, in a second. If you see another living human, you better like latch onto him and try to survive together. But now he's just like. Sorry, pal. Lock the doors. Nah, you're on your own. I'm going to watch you fucking vanish right before my eyes, riding your bicycle. Which apparently there's enough power. Did he auto-lock him or just push down the button? I thought he auto-locked him. Oh, there's enough juice left, apparently. Yeah. There's no juice left, but enough to auto-lock the car. Yeah. Rules. 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 Oh, and then he finds the fusees, the, like the roadside flares, and a pistol and a glove box. Yep. Um, then he sees the glowing sign of 
Sonny's Bar. Sonny's Bar. Which was on 7th Street. Yes, which is where They show at the comes, end, but yeah. it's not worth that type of payoff. No. But no. that's on 7th Street. Um, he gets He goes inside, and there's a generator, and everything's running. And he goes <laughs> to the basement, and it's a... It's a prepper's basement, obviously. Oh man, yeah, that's that that bar is a bar from our dreams. It is because the guy had food, he had gas, he had a generator, he had water, he had gas masks, he had a bunker door too, which was vaguely explained and turned no, out to be really creepy. I don't think it was vaguely explained. That that's I, get, I think that's obviously something else. So they're they're trying to be all coy at the like. What the fuck was it? We'll get to it. We'll get to it. I got it. Right. I got an order because I don't want to jump too far ahead. But anyway, so then Darth Vader gets jumped by a kid with a shotgun, <laughs> which confirms that he's the worst Jedi ever because he can't. He doesn't see it coming. Um, and the kid's name James, right? I think so yeah. he called him like Jesse James, but the kid's name was James. And then so the kid gets him to drop the gun. Go upstairs, and the kid cranks off around. Never racks the shotgun again, but apparently he's still dangerous because it's a movie, and they have no rules. No. And then they decide to be buddies because they're the only two people. Yeah, and because he almost splattered the jumper's head. Which, one, I think the plane earlier should have crashed on top of Darth Vader. It would have made the movie so Would have helped the movie. The kid shooting him would have made the movie better. Right. Anything at all to him would have made the movie better. Yes. Um, And then... Another great thing about this I want to point out is it's also full of whiskey and liquor. But go on. (laughs) Excuse me. And this is where the movie really, really loses it, in my opinion. Because Darth is talking to James, the kid, and he says that... Well, the kid, James, said his mom was the bartender there. And his mom saw a light in the church down the street, and she went to go check it out. She hasn't been back, so obviously she's dead or a sh- well, she's gone, whatever the fuck it is. We'll just say dead. And uh, Darth is like, she's not coming back. And the kid's like, yes, it is. And he goes, he goes there's less and less daylight. It's 11 a.m. out, mm-hmm. and it's dark. Yeah, She's not coming back. Here's my thing. How are the shadows affecting the rotation of the Earth? Yeah. Because, okay, when it's dark out, I get it, it's dark out. The shadows come out. Or if you're in a sh- in a dark basement, you're mm-hmm. fucked. But how are they able to affect the Earth rotating around the sun? Because if the light, in all seriousness, if the light stops them, like the hurts them or repels them or whatever... Even if they could construct their mass or forms or bodies into, like, this big sun shield, it wouldn't work because then the sun would affect them and they would have to disappear. Like, ah, shit, the light, because light's their enemy. Yeah. So how do they stop the Earth from rotating around the sun to have sunlight? I thought the same thing. And I thought it was interesting that they were making less and less daylight, but then I'm like, Wait a minute. How? How? And the moon is always out. Every time they they would show, the moon was out. 
I didn't recognize that. Yeah, they showed the moon. So that's light. Did you? Well, it is light, but apparently it's not enough light. But the point is, if the moon is out, that means the the Earth is in a position that part of the Earth is. I don't know. Calm down, fan. I know we generally aren't this smart, but this is basic. The backside of the Earth is facing away from the sun, hence the darkness. Mm-hmm. So, did they somehow figure out how to? put their finger on the ball so it spins slower. But then if that happens, everything's going to fly off because the rotation of the earth is what causes the gravity to keep everything on. Right. So not to get too sciencey over a stupid movie, but that made no fucking sense. No. Now, if you want to say, and I'm just, you know, 12 hours of darkness, 12 hours of day, like a normal day, and it's not that much, but and during the nighttime, that's when people are dying and you got to be prepared, blah, blah, blah. Cool. That's fine. You set your parameters. The daytime, you run around trying to find stuff, get supplies, so when it turns night, you can have enough fire or flashlights or whatever to try to survive the night. Okay, that's still a cool concept, but how are they How are they making less and less daylight? The sun's not a magic object. No, no. We know and what it is. It's not affected by souls or the other the other realm or any of that shit you're right it's it's the scientific rotation of the planet they it's not uh it's not the 16th century we don't know what it is yes yeah we understand the the world's not flat it rotates sun moon all that shit just more fucking just absolute flippant uh rules to the movie that make no sense have no basis whatsoever which obviously annoys us when it comes to movies but we express that. And then Thandie Newton, whom I am a fan of, comes into the bar and gives, in my opinion, her worst acting performance ever <laughs> and tries to run around like a crazed lady who lost her baby. And I get how upsetting that would be. But she runs around acting uh, completely retarded to the point where she actually grabs a gun and threatens the only two people, again, she's probably seen in days. She actually even says that. Yes, she later on. She says somewhere later on that you're the you're the first people I've seen in three days. Yes, and you're going to threaten to kill these two people. Yeah, especially and a boy. Yes, one's a boy. Yeah. Now, again, another, exam, another opportunity <clears throat> to kill that motherfucker, Hayden Christensen, and they don't. If she would have done that, I would not have... It would have improved the movie a little yes. bit. Yes, it would. Every chance that they didn't take to kill him was, was a, a lost opportunity yes, to was. make the movie just a little bit better. They could have... They you know what? They would have done better if halfway through the movie, all of a sudden there's another attractive white guy standing there, like, and the kid's like, Luke. And he's like, yeah. And you're like, wait. I thought Hayden Christian was Luke. And then I'll be like, oh, they replaced him. Oh, thank God. And I would have just gone with it. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? They could have done that. <laughs> so like Ryan Reynolds, huge upgrade. Okay, good. Anybody. Go on. Anybody. Go with the movie. You know, but then and she collapses because she's so upset because she can't find her baby at the bar that she thought maybe the baby daddy we'll took the kid take to. to a bar because that's allowed. I, who knows? It's Detroit, though. Well, now, hold maybe. on. Now, think about it. Let's say all of a sudden the lights go off. And let's say you have a you have a kid with someone married or not married doesn't really matter in this scenario, but you have a kid as a baby, and the lights go off, and you've got light, and you and the kid little baby survive. Let's say, and uh, you see everyone else has disappeared, and you're like, "Fuck, 
something really bad happened. I got to get out of here. I need to go someplace safe. The bar, Sonny's. That's the first. No. No. Yes. Oh, it is? Yes. Oh. I'm just going to say one word. No, it's actually two words. The Winchester. Oh, <laughs> yes. But that's a different type of apocalypse. Let's go have a nice cold pint and wait for this to all blow over. <laughs> Fair enough. That's what Fair he was enough. thinking. He just the Winchester. watched Shaun of the Dead. He did. He watched Shaun of the like, Dead. He's like, I got it. Best place to go in an apocalypse is a bar. I'm it worked out so well for them. All of them. <laughs> yeah, right? Maybe not. Kind of. sort of. What could do? And then all of a sudden, Sid the Sloth is back. Like, yeah. there's like something happens and then he's back and he's crawling along the street. He's got some blood on his head because he, I guess the shadow cracked him. <laughs> Which he, now they, they make actual physical contact without making him vanish. Where's the rule on that? And here's my complaint, but I'm glad, is why wasn't he naked? Like, if he, if they took him, like they took everybody else, right. the, clothes just, the, the clothes are left and they disappear. As he explained earlier, he felt like he was taken somewhere, but then he... Uh, how did he say he got back? All of a sudden, his, his headlamp kicked back on somehow. Yeah. Like, it just, just came back on. I don't know why that would matter. Which, well, now, if they would have used that to explain everything, yeah, that would have been great, but they didn't. No. So, but my thing is, is why wasn't he naked? Right. He should have vanished out of his clothes. Like everybody else. somehow made his way back through. And he shouldn't have had the headlamp on, on either, because, but let's say hypothetically he did. Sure. Because it's, they can't touch it because it's a light. I don't know, but he, he should have been naked. Not that I want to see him naked. Or maybe I do. But the point <laughs> is, is that... He comes back in the exact same clothes he's wearing. Yeah. And, and then, then crawls into the light, which I want to make a point about the lights. Yes. Yeah, it does seem that they come on and off without rules. But as the movie went on, I started to realize that I think the shadows actually use the light to their advantage. Like, they can manipulate it. They can use it. They can turn on certain lights almost to make it a trap. Mm. Like the light at the bus stop thing it was almost like a trap. But like, that was a solar-powered one. That was the whole point of it. Is that was the, the, the action news reporter was saying how that one's a... I did a piece on it. It's a, it's a brand-new solar-powered bus stop. Yeah. So it gets, it gets its power from the sun during the day, which there's less and less of, so it can glow at night. But then the church, the lights come on there to draw the little boy. Do you remember? The light was on on the front of the church, which drew the boy to go to the church. The light was on. There was a street lamp shining on the, I know I'm giving a lot away here, on the bassinet when Dandy Newton walked to it thinking that it had her baby in it. There's a street light Correct. shining yeah. on but it. But the, uh, the church one, but was that the little girl? Because the little girl was in the church. I didn't think of that. Possibly. But, but they I do. don't know, it seems like they use it to minute. And then the newsroom, the whole, like, the room where all the lights were on with the broadcast, and he went in there and was looking at stuff, and then all of a sudden, all the lights went out, and uh, here come the shadows trying to get them. It's almost like they set traps with light. And they did kind of mention that, that, that maybe they left the left lights on in certain spots to trap people to bring them in and then turn them off and get them. Yeah. But how are they, they're obviously, because the batteries, they'll change batteries and they'll, at the end, they were lasting for four minutes, mm-hmm. and they weren't working anymore. So yeah. they're affecting electricity somehow. Hi. Well, they made the phone stop working, so apparently they have some type of electrical control. 
I guess. But then they they hear Sid crying out for help, and Darth Vader decides to go help him, and he he catches him, or he finds him in the bus stop, and then he drags him back, and the shadows are chasing him. He lights a fusey, and then he drops it because I guess that's when he falls down because that's dramatic, right? And somehow they make it into the bar. Another thing that drove me crazy about this movie. The whole movie. Well, yeah, the whole movie. But in some scenarios, the shadows will, like, close in on someone. And if it's someone that they are okay with vanishing and not being in the movie, they're like, oh, that's okay. They're an extra. Let them, let them die. Man, those shadows come in so fast, and they're gone. But when Sid the Sloth and the Jumper fall down in the middle of the road with no light source whatsoever, shadows are coming in dramatically slow, dramatically slowly from the corners. They get to a point where they're completely surrounded within a maybe a foot of their body and somehow they don't get taken and they make it back to the bar. I just it drives me crazy with the lack of consistency in rules. Well, that's I guess the, we're expecting too much. We're you're really expecting just, we're, too much. We're really just supposed to be reviewing this and telling you how to survive this apocalypse mm-hmm. and I'm getting like I'm getting too critical. That's all right. So anyway, um but my other thing is is that and then Sid decides to use terrible movie analogies to explain, like if the projector, when the when the lights on, and the last reel goes by, and you still see a little bit of the imprint on the screen. Maybe it's something like that. I'm like, really? Does the movie projection <laughs> guy have to use movie analogies? <laughs> um, oh, and then uh, the power starts to go off in Sonny's bar. And so Sid has the idea to lessen the load on the generator so that way they have more gas and power. And then it doesn't work very well, so Sid kicks the generator. Great idea. Um, Because, you know, the one thing that's keeping you alive, you want to manhandle in an inappropriate way. Yeah. Um, He then proceeds to tell the only lazy, mildly retarded attempt to tie this into anything and he tells the the Roanoke story yeah about how those 118 colonists disappeared which is true and that they found the word Croatoan carved into a a, a, a tree or a fence or something a like post, that yeah, a post, post or something yeah. like that um, the Roanoke thing is true yeah that is true wow that's a real story and the weird thing was is that um if they were they had the time to carve in that Croatoan but apparently if they were I know it sounds kind of stupid, but if they had to leave the colony because of they're under distress, they were supposed to carve a specific symbol into a tree or something. They didn't find it. And the problem was they also didn't find their defenses. They had defenses that had been dismantled. So it wasn't like a Native American tribe had come in and taken them all in the middle of the night because their defenses were weren't like shattered or burned or anything everything was just there but gone huh so it's a little it's actually a little like that story is actually better than this movie it's actually a little creepy I, i'm way more interested in this story you're telling me yeah than, yeah than i am in this movie i almost forgot for a moment that we were reviewing this horrible movie oh i'm glad i'm glad i could invested i'm glad i could you know help you a little bit i'm gonna help you a little bit afterwards you okay. should coming sure. back coming back there's Ooh. things about the yeah anyway, that was nice dare stones and stuff <laughs> But uh, 
And then, unfortunately, fuck us all. They then decide to go into flashbacks and show <laughs> if it was a bad enough. James with his mom in the bar, mm-hmm. and then it shows with Andy Newton with her baby, and then it shows oh, and she's outside the hospital. And that's how she survives because she's lighting up her lighter to smoke, mm-hmm. and the light from the lighter saves her. And then it shows fucking. That's when it shows Darth Vader reviewing the video and it slowly but surely shows all those fucking flashbacks who gives a fuck and then they get the the idea that Darth Vader says that one of the trucks he tried to start was only half as bad as the other ones that wouldn't fucking start so let's go get that one hey I found this almost not a shitty vehicle let's go take it and then let's go jump it off the generator so they can drive to Chicago yeah and why are they going to Chicago again? Here's the thing. The, if you paid attention, he's he he comes to he tells the whole thing in his backstory or at some point, maybe he's talking to Thandy, but the point is that he's married. He's got a wife that's a I don't know if she's a reporter or not. But anyway, she's she works in Chicago. He worked in Chicago. He got an opportunity to in, to better his career by coming to Detroit and do articles on solar-powered bus stops. So he <laughs> goes to Detroit, and his wife stays in Chicago. And then he immediately hooks up with this weather girl, who they show is married, because they show a picture of her office mm-hmm. and with, with a husband and kid. point is, so he's banging the weather girl. He wants to go to Chicago because that's where his wife is at. Now he feels bad. Well, that's is that what it is? Now he feels bad and he wants to be with her. Because I, I I noticed that he put his no. ring back on. What happens is, think about it. He's in Detroit. He's banging the hot weather girl. He goes to the studio. He sees the video. She's, She's gone. gone. Pussy what? gone. Pussy gone. Maybe <laughs> the pussy in Chicago is still, is still there. there. So you go to Chicago. He's like, oh, she might be mad. He shouldn't have talked to me. Whoa, 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 whoa. Everyone's gone. If she's still around, like, you really want to hold a grudge now? Yeah. No, you're right. So we're going to do this or not? <laughs> what are you? So repopulating. People are dying. You just want to well, listen. I mean, it's been a whole 72 hours. Yeah. Oh, wait, no, wait. I'd actually, well, he didn't. He got set up tonight because of the yes. shadow. So now that's, that's, that's an extra day there. So, I mean, that's like four days without any. I mean, how that's can he survive? The world may have had to go four or five days. That's Exactly. So that's why he wanted to go to Chicago because of the wife, his estranged wife. That's the whole Chicago thing, which oh, I'll get into later. But uh, so the setting with the truck with J- Jenny. Oh, that was Sandy's name. So the setting with the truck. Um, Sid talks about how he missed opportunities and that Thandy's such a pretty girl, which she is. Yes. And then she is in the pity kiss. Like, yeah. Like, John, if it wasn't in the stu- if it wasn't in the script, this is, I wouldn't get this close to you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was, it was an uh, obvious, like, you do know that you're about to die. What the fuck? I'll kiss yeah, you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so she, she kisses him. And then, um, they they push they get to find the truck, and they got the light sources, and that's when they discuss how the batteries are like. I just put the batteries in four minutes ago; they're not working. Apparently, the shadows suck batteries now because they're all brand new batteries. We're we're I'm getting a headache because we are coming to the most annoying and frustrating part of this entire movie to me. Keep and they going. start pushing the truck back, 
and the lights are going off. And then um, here's the thing. And then Sid, he knows that the generator is limited. And he knows that they're cutting off the non-essential things to make it last longer. But he still asks James to put a song on for him because I think he knows he's going to die and he wants to hear the song. And, of course, he picks, like, one of the worst terrible songs ever. I don't even know what the fucking song was, but, like, really? This is what you want to die to? I don't even remember either. It was some bullshit love song he was singing them to or whatever. But anyway, and then... They're pushing the truck back. Sid listens to the thing. And then at some point, I'll just jump into it. And then Sid, all of a sudden, can't find James. So he gets off the table, and he finds James' light stick hoop circle laid on the ground. So he goes in the basement. And then in the basement, the vault door, the whatever's open. And then he walks like 800 miles of tunnel. <laughs> It was to exactly a door, miles. to a door, to open that door as the lights are going off, and he finds a brick wall. Yeah, but that was a T. It could have kept going straight. Also, there was more. There was probably another thousand miles of tunnel. But if you notice, when he when he actually dies, his stuff's on the pool table. Yeah. And then if you pay attention with Thandy, um, when she dies, and she dies a little later she walks out into the street light that you talked about and she sees the baby carriage because she hears her baby and then she sees nothing there, the light goes off and she dies. So I think because they've explained everything so well and it all makes sense is that the shadows are manipulating people with visions of what they want to see because like you said, the newscaster in Chicago said he heard his brother's voice who died in a car crash like eight years ago or whatever. He said yeah. something like that. Yeah. So Thandy thinks she sees and hears her baby. So that's why she goes out there, because her baby. Right. John Leguizamo has nothing in his life other than projections <laughs> and headlamps. And so I guess the only thing he sort of cares about is the kid James, which is understandable. He's a young kid. Yeah. And there's like four people left in the world that you know of, and you're worried about the kid, so you're looking for him because you want to protect him, which I get. That's an, He's a good dude. But he's got like nobody like a mom or ex girlfriend or even the hot popcorn girl. Like, you know, that's the only thing the shadow's like, well, what kind of memory can we attract him with? Kind of sad. It's actually how very this, sad. How about this boy that he met 32 minutes ago? <laughs> exactly, 32 minutes ago. <laughs> let's, let's. Well, influencing him with that because that's the most significant person in his life. Well, if you think about Poor it, Sid. if you think about it, everyone, and even, uh, spoiler, but like near the end, uh, fucking uh, Luke Skywalker or uh, Darth Vader says something about his wife, hears his wife, and then the kid thinks he hears his mom. Right. So it's obviously people that you care about. <laughs> and Sid's got nothing. He's got nothing. He's that got a, poor guy. a long, lonely, empty tunnel. Yep. And a brick wall. Now, is that some sort of? Is since I see where you're going with that now, is that some sort of out of body experience then? Because all of his, he was still obviously still laying on the pool table, but in his mind, it's like he went downstairs, he saw the vault door open, which obviously it apparently could was not open because had it been when the jumper goes down there later to try to 
put the cables on the generator, he'd be like, holy shit, that door's open. Let's well, he never, his out. clothes are still on the pool table. So right. I don't think he left. I don't think so. He it's did either, either an out of body, like you're saying. Yeah. I, I don't know because they don't explain anything. It's either an out of body or it's what you're seeing right before you are taken uh, or die. Yeah. So, because, in, but here's the thing in his case, it's not what lures him away into the dark to get him, but it is what lures Fandy into the light mm-hmm. for the baby to get her. Yeah. And my question is, is that why do they want everybody right now? Like, what purpose is there to have everybody? Like, so we're all on the same team now? I don't, I, I, I don't, don't know. They didn't even get into that. No. So now we're all shadows. Yeah. Now the shadow world's cluttered. It's all packed. Seriously. Yeah, it's like a full shadow soul exodus or nothing. Yeah. It's fucking all or nothing. But then, oh, and, oh, and then they're pushing the truck. To come, and then they see the little girl with the light-up shoes mm-hmm. and the flashlight. And they decide to chase her down and leave the truck. And then the girl disappears again. Mm-hmm. She's constantly just appearing and disappearing. You know who she is? I named her Newt. <laughs> Newt from Alien. Yes, yes, I knew what you were saying. Yeah, exactly. This, like, Newt. This, this dirty little girl that has survived the worst possible circumstances you could you could imagine, but she has endured and survived. She's just like this cagey little girl that knows how to how to stay alive. She's Newt. She was very cagey. I'll give her that. Yeah. Very cagey little girl. Where to hide? Where to? Yeah. Yes. Um, so, all right. Are you are you are you past the truck yet? Because I well, there's a truck, and that. then they make the torch. Yes, which was which was a decent idea. Okay, here it is. <laughs> yes. So, it takes this group of fucking rocket scientists <laughs> three entire fucking days to realize that fire is the source of light that does not require electricity or technology because they will make a torch. That's a brilliant idea. We'll make a torch. Are you fucking kidding me? Three days to figure out that fire, fire is what you should be using. Light a fucking fire. Are they that citified? I made up a word, citified. I like it. Yeah. That they, that, oh, Fire. What's that? What I remember that's that stuff the cavemen used to cook with. <laughs> Holy shit. When they made the torch. Now granted, I hadn't thought of the torch up until that point either, so I admit that it, watching the movie, but then again, the movie lowered my IQ by about sixty points or so. Mm, I think it was a lot I, watching it was a lot less than that. Yeah. 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 So uh I was just dumber having watched it, but when I saw him get the torch, I'm like, Are you fucking kidding me? You're just now making a torch? You're just now realizing we have gallons and gallons and gallons of gasoline and all of these as much clothing that we can possibly want because it's laying everywhere from all the people who have disappeared. Let's make some torches and fires instead of trying to run this piece of shit generator that's dying on us. Well, what, what the problem was is they were trying to um, they were they were trying to uh, oh, fuck. I lost what I was going to say. <laughs> Oh, I blasted you. Oh, right no, out no, no. What it was is, is they thought about, well, you know, like fire, cook stuff, and they cook, you know, they get the light too. But the electricity didn't work. So they tried to open the microwave doors and turn on so that the the light would come out of the microwave <laughs> like a fire. I don't know. 
I don't know. Um, but anyway, so they make a torch. They use the rubbing alcohol. Not the, I don't know if it was rubbing alcohol, but and medical get, alcohol. To, yeah, once they to got fuel it, the which is a good idea. Right, it, was, yeah. it was very flammable. And then Dandy hears the baby, runs into the street, and she dies. And that's that. Um, then uh, Darth manages to get the truck back to the bar. They get the, the longest pair of jumper cables in the world. <laughs> 30, 40 feet long. To, to attach the truck into the generator, and then they, he gets the kid to, you know, hit the... Which, by the way, um, phenomenal communication skills because they can yell from a truck outside through a bar... Down, down the stairs. Down stairs, in a basement, to a running generator making a shit ton of noise, and they can hear each other just clear when he yells, try it now. Step on it. Now go. Yes. Now. Yes. Um, that was impressive. Yeah. You know, super, super hearing. So then they get that fired up. They jump in the truck. The shadows are coming. So they back away really quickly, knock over the apples, which is a plot point. It's fucking stupid as it is. <laughs> and then they lose the torch. Why did you lose the fucking torch? It's a pickup truck. They've got the fucking holes along yeah, the, the bed. bed. You, you could just, just stuck it there, stick it in there and, and drove. And if you would have had supplies to relight it, even if you had gone out. But anyway, so they lose the torch. They back up. Darth shuts the tr- the hood of the truck so they can see where they're going. Well, the kid's staying on the gas. The kid sees the church. He runs into the church because he thinks his mom's there. We all know his mom's dead. He's just stupid. Then Luke, a.k.a. Darth Vader, decides he jumps in the truck and he has to keep the gas, keep the accelerator going because he's going to die. Fair enough. And then the kid runs in there. He's like, fuck it. I'm out. I'm out. Because <laughs> I'm a dick. Because he's a dick. I'm the biggest dick on the planet. He's driving away. He sees the sign Croatoan yeah, on a bridge or something. Yeah. yeah. Decides to turn back around. And the kid is going into the church and the lights are going out or something because the shadows were coming for him. I remember yeah. the shadows coming for the kid. And then Darth drives the truck into the church through the doors so the headlights get rid of the shadows. And then he tries to run up and grab Luke. Yeah, he's run, He's revving the, revving the gas. Right, to keep the lights going. Yeah, maybe, going yeah. Which, just keep doing that and say, you dumb shit kid. Get back in the truck. Your mom is not here. here, here here's, but here, he doesn't. Here's the other thing. Um, there's lights on the front of the truck. Yeah. Not inside the cab. Yeah. So why don't the shadows come from behind and slide in and get them? But anyway, no the, rules. But they're safe. And then the kid runs to check the pile of blankets around surrounded by candles. Luke jumps on the truck to go get him. He's hobbling. And then he, and thank then, God, and gone. Then appropriately, hallelujah, because they're in a church. He finally fucking vanishes. They wait until the last 10 minutes, but thankfully they finally make that fuck vanish. And he says something about his wife. He does. He says something, her name, like some other name, right before he vanishes. The acting was so bad that I drowned out what and, he was saying. And I through. Well, he said some, something, and so I did it again. I wound it back, and then I played it slowly. And the bad part was, is like, his wife's name was like Mary, and that news girl was named Beth. He's like, Mary, Beth, this is awkward. And then he disappeared. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. But he says her name. So obviously, I think he says his wife's name, Helen or whatever the fuck it is. Uh, and I think 
no, Padme. He says Padme. And um, <laughs> nice. Uh, but which again leads to they show you some, you get to see some type of hallucin- hallucination before you disappear. Um, but my here's my other thing. So he got the truck up the stairs, through the doors, and into the church. I have a question. Just keep driving. Keep driving. I mean, it would have fit right down the... Yep. Listen, I am in no way, shape, or form advocating destroying a church. But at this point... But he already did. He already did. It's a four-by-four truck. Yeah. Like, come on, dude. It's difficult. Drive Drive up there. up to the altar. Keep it running for a minute. Keep it running. Dude, check the blankets. Yeah. All right, get in the truck. Are you satisfied? She's not here. Let's Let's go. Throw it reverse, because he showed reverse worked earlier. Back out of the church. Drive to Chicago so you can try to find your old pussy. Yep. But he dies. The truck dies. The kid lays down in the middle of the candle bed and says, I survive. I'm real. I'm real. Or the bullshit they keep saying. And then all the candles, but one go out. Somehow the shadows can blow out he some has, candles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But not, not the last he one. Has one because flickering little light. Because they ran out of air, but breath. Yep. <laughs> they were winded. They yeah, couldn't like do the it big anymore. Bad wolf. Yeah. The shadows are the big yep. bad wolf. And then they show the sun comes out again. For Apparently, me. it's three in, three at night because yeah. there's no rules anymore. Comes out for two hours and 17 minutes. Comes out, and then he's alive, and he finds a little newt, the little girl. Newt, yeah. Finds and she's got really. her glowing shoes, which also run on battery. Yeah. But apparently, they can't affect him because the rubber insulates him in the shoe. I don't, I don't know. know. And she's got her solar flashlight, which sounds all nifty, but there's no sun out. Yeah. It's not going to charge. You're charging. You're telling me a kid's toy charges up that well from a solar a solar kid's toy. Is that, I, mean, I need to get one of those. You need one of those flashlights. Um, and then, so the kids, <coughs> excuse me, the kids go outside, and there's the apples on the ground, and they find the police horse yeah, eating they, the apples. They find Rick's horse. <laughs> Which apparently the shadows. There's a. They did show a dog earlier. Oh, I made it. Yeah, that's that's so, actually something in my notes. They so showed they several animals. They, so they, don't, a, they don't care about animals. Yeah, they showed a dog. They showed a squirrel at one point run across the road when it was daylight. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. Uh. They, yeah. They show several animals because I started making note. Ah, uh, they're not after animals, which confirms the age-old question: Do dogs have souls? No. Apparently, they don't. According to this movie, that has no rules and no scientific or any type of logical basis whatsoever. According to this movie, dogs do not have souls. But yes. dogs can look up. They can <laughs> look up. But then they get on the horse, and they ride to Chicago, and they apparently are going to survive because of the super solar flashlight. <coughs> Which brings up another reason. Why the fuck are they going to Chicago? Now. Like now, the, why are they going be- to Chicago? Because Darth Vader put the idea in, their, in his head. But the only reason he was going there was because he's going back to his old pussy. Yeah. His wife. So why now? And then, oh, and then they show three shadows against the wall. And there's this shadow of Sid and Darth and Thandy. Yeah. Like it's supposed to be eerie. And then they write off and thank God the movie ends. Because I couldn't have But they explain nothing. Yeah. No, no explanation. So So, the basics. The basics. Um, Uh, I I really have... very little else to, to um, even add. I guess the weakness of this enemy, if you, God forbid, ever had to fight it, um, since they're shadows, they're confirmed to dark areas. Not just night, but just dark areas. Um, their weakness is light. Yeah, Zippo. 
uh, bad or, acting because because oh, whatever the acting got really bad, they couldn't have swooped in to like save us. Yes. They like, oh, what the that performance yep. is terrible. They like disappeared. They were that's bad. why they came in so slowly on the jumper and Sid when they were laying in the middle street because the acting had gotten so fucking terrible at that point they're like we don't want anything to do with that like they're like like we, we want to take them but like like turn their heads they're like, cringy. I, oh, oh, I don't want to touch them <laughs> so yeah so a, a zippo lighter or a raver stick will save you it is light yeah um i guess you have anything else on that or survival basics yeah basics air our survival basics air water food uh shelter remember three minutes without air three days without water three weeks without food um air's fine i mean there's nothing wrong with it water not only is water fine but with 99 percent of the population disappearing in a second if you happen to survive it's everywhere find bottles of water you walk into places if you can get to it food fuck food's everywhere i mean you can find anything um, so those are all safe. Um, shelter. Sunny's bar is the best for me. Best place for me. Like normally we say a bunker, but if it goes dark in there, you're fucked. Yeah. Because I'm I'm assuming that the owner of the bar, I don't know if Sunny or not, but they said his name. I don't really give a shit. Bob. We'll say it's Bob. Yeah, it's Bob. He locked himself in the bunker. Well, let, let's say he did. And if the lights went out, he's gone. Bob's gone. Bob's gone. Yeah, Bob's closed. Because the they bunker. don't. Yeah, they're not coming through the doors. They're not. They don't have yeah. to get in. They're there. They're just there. They survive in the. So uh, shelter. Um, the only thing I would say is, uh, if you could, uh, like north of the Arctic Circle, certain parts of Alaska have six months of daylight. That's funny. But I thought the same. Then you have thing. six months of night. Yep. But you're good for six months. For six months, you're good. Yeah. But it's absolute misery because it's the tundra. I think I might rather just vanish. That's possible. <laughs> That's possible. It would be so miserable living up. It there. would be bad. It oh, would be bad. Um, weapons, so bad. I guess, because shelter. I mean, you know, shelters anywhere as long as there's light. It just has to be lit. Yeah. Um, weapons, <sighs> fusees, like grenades. You can light them and throw them. But yeah. then you know, then it's out of your hand. It's out of your hand. They can come and get you. I don't um, know. Light source, anything type of light source, uh, you know, lighters, whatever. Um, Sustainable, renewable light is your best thing. So, yeah, solar flash. I guess you just go around scavenging for solar flashlights and then just hang them all over your body the way Dandy had the raver sticks. Or or remember Darth had the the belt of flashlights and he strung them across his neck when the batteries were still working. Yeah, whatever he could find. So they they were good. Um, What... uh, I have a tactic, but I, I want to cover it my four weapons. What four weapons would you take? Do you see me drooling? I, I'm, I'm like, my brain's melting out of my nose. Um, solar flashlight. I like your fusey thing. Probably have to take a... Got to have a pistol for other people. Mm-hmm. Maybe even... I'm going to say a shoddy instead of a rifle in this case. And here's why. Because with light only illuminating a certain area around you, what does it matter? And obviously that's the problem. Fuck it. They're going to be close to you. So I'd have a shoddy. Shoddy and a pistol. And then for a weapon against your uh, 
your real enemy, which is the shadows, yeah, it'd have to be light sources. I like fusees. Fusees is good, but they don't last very long. That's the problem with No, fusees. they don't. They don't. It has to be something that has a long... What about those survival candles? Don't those things burn for like 24 hours? Uh, I think they do. Stock up on some of those. Or the porn candles. That yeah, guy, those, those lasted forever. That's it. Fire. Well, I would just go around the city lighting cars on fire because they burn for a good few hours. Ah, I stole, stole my thunder. Go ahead. Go. Go. I, I put, because you got to have a pistol. So Glock, my Glock 22 with yeah. a flashlight because oh, there you, you go. have to carry it with you. Just put it in a holster. It's got a light on it. If, yeah. the, if the batteries survive, you can shoot humans. If for some reason the one that's le- you're left with a couple that are assholes like Darth Vader and he actually wants to lock you out of a car like dude come on there's like two people we're it come yeah. on so maybe there's some crazy fuck out there so you could shoot him if you had to that's perfect you really don't need very much ammo but you, you know a couple of spare mags you don't need much really it's all laying around true with a flashlight flamethrower nice because you could light that shit on fire sense. you and, have and a that fire was my source. thing that was my thing with the cars is like you said how about you just sticks a rag in there with the with the tube or like he used something he was smart he used some type of like a pole or tube to push the because you know in the in the to gas can the gas, yeah, there's yeah, that yeah. flap you right. get past or get the gas just stuff a rag down there light it on fire the car starts burning you've got light that's gonna keep them away for for a few, couple hours couple hours you've seen a car fire and there's, yes, they burn for a couple and there's hours. cars everywhere you yeah. just light one. Sit close to Hang it for a couple for hours. A oh, go to the next. It's starting to go down. Light start the, the next, next one. one. Yeah, yep. and you could take a torch with you. Um, Molotov cocktails, not to throw at them, but if you just you have one, you quick light it. You throw it on the ground in your proximity. Yeah, those burn for a while. It's now like you a have quick a pool of light. Yes, a pool of light. And this is getting good. The best one, a lightsaber. <laughs> now hold on, hold on. I know what you're thinking. I know what you're thinking. They don't really exist. I'm not talking about a real one. Go get a toy, a toy one. one. Perfect. Put batteries in it. Turn it on. It's a. It's more light than one of those yeah. fucking glow sticks. And if you get the cool ones, you can make the noises. You can be like, vroom, vroom. Uh, fuck you, shadows. Vroom, vroom. <laughs> and then, and then, uh, once his face would feel right at home. Yeah, and you feel like a Jedi. You feel good about yourself. You Even can. I'm pretty sure he's been excommunicated from anything that has to do with Jedi's because he. Yeah, I don't think he's being invited back to any Star God, Wars. No, thing. Yeah. no. Um, that's all I had. Oh, and miscellaneous. I did have one thing that I liked, and um, when he, when Darth Vader was helping Sid, he fell down, and I think he he injured his ankle. Yeah, and he's in the bar, and he took duct tape and he taped up his ankle yep. for support. That was actually a good thing. Yeah, that's yeah. a good tip. If you have nothing else. You could tape up your angle with duct tape, and sure. it will it'll keep it secure. That is a good tip, actually. That's yeah. That was the one thing we were like, oh, that's a good idea. That's your top tip. That's my top tip. That was actually a good idea because if you don't have a splint, you tape it up. It'll it's better than nothing. You can you have more mobility like that than you would not do anything. Yeah. My top tip was uh, make sure Dandy Newton stays alive because she's your only medical officer that you have around. Because you need therapist. a medical officer. She probably still knows how to do some stuff. Well, yeah, I'm not. Hopefully, I'm not, our, our one fan is probably a physical therapist. I'm not bashing physical therapists. I'm just saying she's not like an ER surgeon, not like a surgeon or anything. That's all I'm saying. But, she, but she's the only woman that you've seen for too. three or four yeah, days. So she's you know, attractive. You have that. Yeah. And that's another thing. They had a bar. They had those bottles of alcohol. 
Yeah, there you go. There's Fucking, your Molotovs. There's your Molotovs. I would not. It would have to be like gin, though. Well, I would never cheap waste, shit. I would never waste whiskey on that. Well, you keep the good stuff. How much can you carry <laughs> for drinking? And then the only good thing that. What a fireplace. Get a house with a fireplace. <laughs> Fuck yeah, right? Just hang out in your fire. Hang out for the fireplace. Hang out in your fireplace room. Get a bearskin rug. Hey, kids, everything's fine. We're just going to stay home. We're going to stay home. We're going to stay home at night. If you're from not now married, on, we're going to make fires. You turn the fire on. Go out for two hours and cut wood. Then we're going to come in the house and we're going to burn Have it. Have a quick fuck. Sounds You know, in front of the fire. Yeah. It's romantic, too. Yep. Fireplace. Brilliant. Fireplace. I love it. There's your shelter. There you go. Um, Shit, I don't know where it was. Miscellaneous or weapons somewhere in there. Yeah. I don't remember what I was we were talking about. Danny, Danny Newton, physical therapist. Yeah, shit, I lost it. Uh, yeah. Anyway. Um, you want to rate this pile of shit? Yeah. God. One. That's why I gave it a one. It's a one. Only because we said one to ten. If we would have said zero to ten, I'd have given it a zero. That's what it says in my notes, that the only reason is because we had don't have a zero. Yes. One, because it was a zero, and the only other reason I gave it a one is because there is a small part of me that believes in basically crossing dimensions. And that's the only explanation I could possibly have for this with any logic is that some sort of dimension got crossed, whereas the soul world came into the living world and that dimension opened and crossed uh, something. Right. I know. No, I, I, I know I'm, it's I'm okay with you. That's why I got a one. <laughs> I'm okay with you coming up with something, but you're trying harder than the people that got paid millions of dollars I to make am. a movie. I really am. I should be a producer. Yeah. So I can say, no, that's shit. Get it, get that out of my office. I, I don't. Uh, yeah. Explain this better. Did Shyamalan help you with this? That's what I Here's thought. Here's the thing. People are inherently scared of the dark. Like, seriously, when it's dark, you're a little more uneasy in general i'm yes. not saying scared like oh my god and crying but you're a little uneasy so the idea of the darkness taking people is actually on the surface a decent idea Good concept for fear for fear yeah plays into most people's fear sure and that's all they did <laughs> and we're done that's it it's all the effort we're putting in <laughs> again i think he took the m night shaman school he found a napkin he wrote shadow Killer shadows. Lay in front of a producer, and they're like, "Yeah, what the fuck? Yeah, we'll do it. Why not?" Maybe they're like, "You know, hey, they're like, have we had a tax write off this year? No, I got it. Killer <laughs> shadows. If we show a loss, we'll donation. make more money. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, is that it? Uh, that's all else? I have. I yeah. cannot say any more on this one. All right, uh, I guess that's it. Um, L is next, yeah. so we'll hit the letter L. All right. Uh, hopefully later this week or next week. Um, but uh, until then, I'm Drew. I'm Frank. And enjoy the apocalypse.